Hi there. Thank you for listening to ASMR Bedtime Stories. All of the stories read to you on this podcast are either available in the public domain and are therefore available for free and fair use, or I have obtained express written permission from the author or publishers to audio record these episodes. I hope that you enjoy listening and please feel free to rate the podcast, provide me any feedback, send any requests my way. You can also follow me on Twitter to get updates and interact with me that way. You can find me at ASMR Bedtime Stories, or my handle is bedtime underscore ASMR, and I'd love to hear from you. Suddenly, the form 
this way. sleeping place and found some dry ferns which he gathered and 
never listened to the answers to their questions and only said, I am hungry. Give me something to eat. The boy took his last loaf and flask out of his knapsack and laid them on the ground, and they had supper together. Well, now I am going to sleep, observed the bee when the last crumb was gone. But, as you are not very big, I can make room for you beside me. And he curled up his wings and tucked in his legs, and he and the prince both slept soundly till morning. Then the bee got up and carefully brushed every scrap of dust off his velvet coat and buzzed loudly in the boy's ear to waken him. Take a single hair from one of my wings, said he, and if you are in danger, just wish yourself a bee and you will become one. One good turn deserves another, so farewell and thank you for your supper. And the bee departed after the boy and pulled out the hair and wrapped it carefully in a leaf. It must feel quite different to be a bee from what it does to be a lion or bear, thought the boy to himself when he had walked for an hour or two. I dare say I should get on a great deal faster. So he pulled out the hair and wished himself a bee. In a moment, the strangest thing happened to him. All his limbs seemed to draw together, and his body to become very short and round. His head grew quite tiny, and instead of white skin, he was covered with the richest soft velvet. Better than all that, he had two lovely gauze wings which carried him the whole day without getting tired. Late in the afternoon, the boy fancied he saw a vast heap of stones a long way off, and he flew straight towards it. But when they reached the gates, he saw that it was really a great town. So he wished himself back his own shape and entered the city. He found the palace doors wide open and went boldly into a sort of hall which was full of people where men and maids were gossiping together. He joined their talk and soon learned from them that the king had an only daughter who had such a hatred to men that she would never suffer one to enter presence. Her father was in despair, and had had pictures painted of the handsomest princes of all the courts in the world, in the hope that she might fall in love with one of them. But it was no use. The princess would not even allow the pictures to be brought into her room. It is late, remarked one of the women at last. I must go to my mistress. And turning to one of the lackeys, she bade him find a bed for the youth. It is not necessary, answered the prince. This bench is good enough for me. I am used to nothing better. And when the hall was empty, he lay down for a few minutes. But as soon as everything was quiet in the palace, he took out the 
she had foreseen it. The king told her that the Red Knight had won her fairly, and that the wedding would take place next day, and there would be a great feast after it. In those days, feasts were much longer and more splendid than they are now, and it was growing dark when the princess, tired out with all she had gone through, stole up